What's up, everybody? What's going on? It's your boy, D'Angelo. I'm super excited to be doing my fourth podcast. And everybody that is has been tuning in, I really, really appreciate it. Much love to all of you. Um, and I, I'm getting a lot of feedback, not just a lot of feedback, but you know, people telling me um, and giving me suggestions. So, hey, you know what? I'm taking in your suggestions and I'm making my podcast better and better each and every time. With that being said, today we're going to talk about the music scene. I brought a special guest on my podcast today. All right. But for those of you who know who do not know who I am, my name is D'Angelo, and this is my podcast where I talk about all different topics, everything from politics, business, religion, sports, you name it, whatever's out there, I like to talk about it. Not only am I going to talk about it, but I'm going to elaborate on the situation or on the topic as well. So today, I brought on to a show a very special guest. His name is Drayson, um, and... Why Why is this a special guest? Because he, he's been in the music scene for quite some time and he's been working with some e- extraordinary individuals throughout his career. He's an artist. He's a producer. He's an up-and-coming engineer. He's a DJ. and Not, not just any DJ. People know who this guy is. So tune in. Um, he's going to share with you what's his social media so you can follow him, connect with him. If you're also in the music scene, make sure to to connect with him. Um, and hopefully you guys can work on an amazing project as well. So this, I'm not going to take too much time. This is my guy, Drayson. Everybody, welcome Drayson onto the podcast. Drayson, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Yo, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. And yeah, my name is Drayson. I've been in the music industry for about a decade. And... You know, I started off as a DJ, made edits. They were supported by Tiesto, Hardwell, Thomas Gold. I've opened up as a DJ for Chaka Puma, Bingo Player, GTA, and a bunch of other electronic acts. I've played at Club Space, Short Club, That's the Less, Heart, The Shellbourne, Marquis Las Vegas uh, as a duo with another project I have. And, you know, I've been in the studio of, you know, people like Jimmy Duvall. Um, Sophia Rothschild, who I just made a, an amazing six-part remix EP with, Danny Boy Styles, Zoe Dollars, and yeah, many more. It's been it's been quite a journey so far in the music industry. Awesome, awesome. And <clears throat> tell us, how, how long have you been in the music industry for? So it's been about a decade, ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Wow. Started, started back in high school, junior year. Oh yeah. And what made you get involved into the music in uh, music scene? Back when I was in high school, I had a realization, if I don't start doing something creative now, I'm probably going to end up at some corporate job. And I was like, nah, I want to I wanted to be different than that. And that's how I just started getting into DJing. And tell us a, a little bit about your background. Though. Where, is your, where are you from? Where are your parents from? Yeah, so I was born here in Miami, but my family's from Peru. And I've always had that Latin, I guess, influence of rhythm and drums. And, and yeah, that's where I'm from. All right. I got a lot of great friends from Peru, man. I love the food, ceviche. Ah, hell yeah. <laughs> we have some of the best food in the world. Yes, definitely. Um, oh, and that's cool. So you were born and raised in Miami. What part? North Miami. North Miami? Yeah. Yeah? How, how's life in Miami? Or Were you there? You, well, I was born there. Born I currently there? live in Broward. Oh, okay, in Broward. Parts. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. So let's get started. What? What is your goal as an artist? So let everybody know what, what's your goal as an artist, you know? For sure. So my goal as an artist is to inspire a generation. First, as creative. So I want to inspire musicians, artists, other producers, so that when they hear my sounds, my music, they think, wow, this is just so different. This is out of the box. I want to start trying things like this because uh, I want to be in my own lane completely. 
I don't want to. I mean, I want to take inspiration from different things, but at the end of the day, I want to create something that just sounds differently. Something that you hear and you just feel like, "Wow, I'm stunned. This is grand." And so when other artists hear that, I want that to also push them out of the box as well. Now I'm glad we got into this topic. Since you've been in the music scene for 10 years, you started 10 years ago because you didn't want to, you know, have that to go through that traditional route, corporate and things like that. Was your goal from the beginning like that or it has changed over time? Um, my goal has definitely changed over time. I mean, I never really wanted to go into the traditional nine to five corporate world. Nothing against that. I mean, if you have to do that, awesome. I think I, I, I've done it as well. But uh, now nowadays, my goal is just create as much as possible, link up with other creators as much as possible, bring all that synergy together, and then at the end of the day, help elevate mankind's uh, consciousness through the power of my music and my essence. Amazing, amazing. So, 10 years in the music scene, um, has, an, has an incredible goal. Um, I was blown away by, by it. And, I'm, you know, it's, I'm glad that you were transparent how, on how you said that it was not like that in the beginning, but it has definitely changed over time. You know, I believe anything that we start, it could be anything. It could be, it doesn't, matter, it doesn't have to be the music scene. It could be anything that we start. Um, I'm sure that over time, our goals is going to eventually change for the better. We're, you know, it's going to, they're going to elevate, you know, they're going to grow. That's how we grow. Uh, that's how anybody in any career grows. So that's awesome that you were transparent about that. Now, how, so how to be an artist? Like, what, what's your thoughts on that? People trying to be an artist today's age in today's age um you know that we have a lot of soundcloud artists we have a lot of uh people putting out their first um project out on and getting it on app approved on apple itunes you name it just, just young and young people uh and, and they're just hitting the music scene mm-hmm. right so how, but like how to be an artist it's so it's cool that you know you you just hit the music scene but I don't really believe that that's, you know, enough. You know, there has no. to, you need more, right? You yeah. got your foot in, in a door as far as producing your first project. But what's really the, 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 the main thing, the core on how to be an artist? What's your thoughts? So definitely do not rush the process because at the beginning, you're going to definitely take inspiration from your idols. And you're probably going to make sounds and music or art that sounds like your idols. And there's nothing wrong with that. But over time, you should definitely aim to be as authentic as you can possibly be, as different as you can be. That's uh, the highest version of yourself. So over time, you should aim to be where no one sounds like you musically. You know, as your aesthetic, no one dresses or looks like you. No one even maybe talks like you. You know, you use different words. You talk about different things. No one thinks like you. Maybe you see the world in a different way. So you're always yourself to the highest conviction. And when you start doing that to a very high degree, that's how you start denting the matrix. And you don't have to be necessarily an artist and musician to do this. Amazing. All right. So also, when it comes to uh, the philosophy on making music, right? There's a, I'm sure there's a philosophy when it comes to this. So what, what's your philosophy on making music? For sure. 
my philosophy as I make music is to be unique on every basis. So to try on every step and every detail to take a different path that maybe others don't. There's something wrong with using the same plugins other people use, but me personally, I'm always out there looking for different effects, different instruments that other people aren't using. And the more you do that, all those small little things that you make your own, it adds up and you start sounding exclusively like yourself. And that's why I always look for plugins and sounds and inspirations that are ahead of their time so you can be ahead of the masses, ahead of the crowd. And that's why it's very important to take inspiration from everything. Amazing, man, amazing. So, oh, sorry, one more thing. I also want to say the process for creating music definitely develops shortcuts and systems. Systems are so important because I see a lot of artists, some starting off, some maybe many years into the game, that don't have systems. They just kind of make music on a whim or an inspiration, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to be someone that's uh, executing at a high level, definitely develop systems inside your program, inside your software, and shortcuts so you can deliver high-quality uh, music and sounds consistently. Because if you don't do it consistently, then, well, you're going to be behind. Mm-hmm. You're going to be behind. <clears throat> what are What are your thoughts on, like, on you know the biggest i would say i don't know if you want to call it a concert ultra's a concert right in yeah. a way in a sense ultra music festival yeah. festival something big like that have you ever thought about like you know one day probably doing something like that or that's not really your thing i mean definitely performing there i've thought about it all the time and i definitely still want to do it but that's no longer like one of my main goals it used to be. When I started off as a DJ, I was like, yo, I want to play Ultra. That's all I want to do. But then, like I said, you develop, your goals change as you grow over time. And I do want to play Ultra. I do want to rock that crowd. But my main goal is not just to play concerts. It's to make an impact on people and develop sounds that inspire other producers and creators. Amazing, amazing. Um, have you... Have you taught people, or like whether it's producing, whether it's in, um, you know, DJing, or yeah, you I taught actually, people. I have I actually have taught. Um, one of the biggest people that blew up off my teachings was this. Uh, I don't want to say kid, but he's pretty young. His name is Benda, and he makes dubstep. But I taught him how to use Ableton, which is software to make music, and he ended up collaborating with Borgor and playing EDC Las Vegas. And that's super cool, you know, to see that something that I taught someone can take them to that level. I'm also teaching Sophia how to DJ because uh, she wanted to learn how to DJ and not only DJ her music, but sing at the same time. So that's really cool. And I'm always open to teach anyone anything that just has that hard work and perseverance to get ahead. You don't need a degree to learn none of this stuff, right? Not at all. Not at all. Especially now with the internet nowadays. Awesome. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that? Like, you know, people getting a, a tremendous, a huge ass loan to try to learn this stuff versus someone who, you know, didn't go that route. What is there like a preference or maybe school, it, you know, can help you or regardless of the fact they're both going to be hard or what? I think you should see everything as an investment. So if you're paying for tuition you're paying down i don't know forty fifty thousand dollars for school are you going to get forty or fifty thousand dollars back from that degree 
and really question that before uh, you go into it. Because if you're not, and they're not going to teach you how to make money, they're just going to teach you how to be an employee, then maybe you shouldn't do that. And maybe those forty, fifty thousand dollars could be invested into yourself. Uh, so that's how I see it. When you're putting down money for something, even if it's school, even if everyone says you should do it, what is your return? Don't just do it because everyone else is doing it. Okay. Now, um, uh, so people can know a little bit about you. Okay, you, you, your genre, your taste, what you like, and what you play, and everything that involves around your music is electronic. Yes, primarily. Primarily electronic. Primarily what other electronic. things besides like, since you say primarily, what other things then? So. I mean, like I said, I take influences from everywhere. Jimmy Duvall taught me a lot about hip hop. Um, I listen to indie music on my on my free time and things like that. But since all of it's made on my laptop, um, I guess you can say it's primarily electronic. There's not really acoustic instruments unless I'm recording it on a mic or something. Um, and of course, you know, there's also like trap EDM and things like that. So I really just try to make music that encompasses like a a grand influence of all types of sounds so it can be more universal to anyone but like i said it's electronic because it's made on my laptop how did you get introduced to electronic i think as a kid there was a radio station in miami ah man i forgot the name but it was like 93.1 or something that would just play like electronic jams and i just love that radio station very few commercials and then eventually i heard daft punk one more time and i must have played that song a million times and I just fell in love with electronic music, especially house. House music is where my roots are at. Who's your favorite famous house DJ or electronic DJ or both? Yeah, that would definitely be the Swedish House Mafia and its members. Axwell, Sebastian Ingrosso, and Steve Angelo. They, uh, yeah, they completely took over the electronic music scene with their own music and everyone under their labels. It was incredible. Who was that one DJ during the uh, uh, coronavirus, a pandemic? Um, he was playing on the roof of Miami, and then all the all the neighboring oh, houses. That was David Guetta. Yeah, that's electronic, right? Oh. Yeah, he makes like electronic music, but mainly in the form of pop. Okay, that was in, that was pretty interesting that he did that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, all right, so I mean. Um, I mean, thank you for like enlightening us on all of this, right? Mm-hmm. So, I know we we talked about this um, a little bit throughout this whole podcast, but the like the main, the bread and butter. How can someone thrive in the music business? Ooh, okay. So that is. A pretty tough question, but I'll summarize it as best I can. And the best way to thrive is to be authentic. Because when you're authentic to yourself, there's no one that can be better than who you are. No one can copy you because you're literally the best version of yourself. No one can copy you. And in business, exclusivity is key. Like some having something that others don't have is so powerful. And in the music industry in particular, you don't want to be a dancing monkey trying to force attention on yourself by following trends because if you just follow trend after trend after trend to get views and plays and engagement then you have no real foundation you just have 
low quality attention that comes because you're following a trend. You need to build a core foundation of who you are, and then you can do some trends here and there, but at least the core foundation never leaves. And if you really do that, you'll start developing true fans who like you for who you are, no matter what happens, and they'll ride with you for life. Um, Maybe you won't be always famous, maybe you won't always be in the limelight, but you'll always be supported and paid financially by your true fans. You know, you can have a million low-quality fans that maybe leave the next month, or you can have a thousand high-quality fans that will pay for your merch, your shows, always stream your music. That's the kind of fans you want. Um, so definitely be authentic. Definitely focus on the true fans. Um, remember the 80-20 rule that they always speak about in business. So, you know, 80% comes from your 20%. So focus on that 20% of fans that really deliver and love your music and support you in everything you do. Because if you keep doing that, eventually you'll be like like Drake, who's built up so many true and hardcore and authentic fans, myself included, because I've been listening to him since middle school, where at, at this point he can drop anything and it just gets millions of hits, millions of plays. Because he focused on longevity, he focused on being authentic, and he just was transcending all sorts of genres. So I definitely look to him as an inspiration for music and business. Amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, man, this podcast has really been nothing but fire. I'm blown away. You know, I'm learning a lot. You know, I'm not in the music scene, but hey, like I said, even if you're not in the music scene, these are some all interesting stuff. And um, thank you so much for enlightening all of us on everything that we've talked about, you've talked about so far. Lastly, though, I wanted to ask you, what would be your biggest advice for up and coming artists? Because, um, we have incredible platforms. We have incredible platforms that, you know, that people are taking advantage of, but so that they can succeed. What would be your biggest advice for up and coming artists? So for up and coming artists, there's different, uh, angles that you have to take. So the first one is as a creative is to take influence from everything, take influence from everything. I listen to hip hop, pop, R and B, indie, screamo, electronic music, and I'm always looking for new inspiration throughout any genre. And when it comes, doesn't matter if it's like screamo, I'll say, okay, if I'm inspired by this sound, then I want to take it into my sound and start integrating it so it becomes more unique. I'll definitely do that. So whenever you hear, whenever you get inspired by a certain sound that's outside your genre, that's probably because that sound is calling you to be integrated into yourself. There's something there that you know that you resonate with. The next thing is develop systems for creation, which I kind of talked about already. Um, you know, as an artist, whether you're a beginner, advanced, intermediate, whatever, you want to have systems so you can constantly deliver at a high output and that you're not slacking. You know, your your stuff should be organized. You should have a structure for knowing how to finish songs. Because if you're not finishing songs, then then you're kind of, you know, being left in the dust. There's other people that are developing systems, getting stuff done faster than you, and you need to step it up. And the next thing is to create an unparalleled network. As an artist that's on the come up, you need a network of everyone, and even people outside the music industry. There are people that I've become friends with that had nothing to do with music, but then a year or two later, maybe they meet someone or they had a friend related to music. And then they're like, hey, meet this guy, meet this person. And the bond is just like incredible. And something happens because of that. So if you feel a good vibe or positivity off a person, 
you know, that probably means that it's going to turn out good for you. Become friends with them, even if you don't think they're in the music industry. It will probably open a door that you won't expect later in the future. Awesome, man. Awesome. So thank you for coming on to my podcast. We're going to wrap it up. And um, hey, hit him up. Connect with him. He works off at an amazing studio in Miami. I've never been there, but I know that there has been some incredible artists in there. Oh, what's the name of that studio? It's A2F Studios. A2F Studios in Miami. And um, hey, connect with him. Maybe, like I said from the beginning, maybe you guys can uh, work on an amazing project together and, and blow stuff up, man. That's what this is all about. Impacting the world with your craft, with your with your creativity, with with everything that you want, you know, you're trying to bring to the table. So with that being said, thank you, Drayson, for coming onto the podcast and and thank thank you for everything that you shared, all the knowledge that you shared with us. Really appreciate it, man. I got you, my man. I got you. All right. So everybody keep tuning in to the other podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. Make sure you, you know you share this with your friends and family. And um, everybody, we out. Take care and God bless you all. Peace. Peace.